Hello. Hi. How's it going? Good. I'm good. I'm good. Alex, can you hear me? Yeah. All right. All right. Um, yeah. So, today is a little more of an unorganized episode. Um, not as much to talk about this week due to it just being preseason. Um, but I did want to talk about a couple different players. So, um, welcome back to On the Fast Break NBA Talk. I'm your host, Alex, and we're back again here with Martine. And we'll see if one of our special guests um, uh, will join us later in the episode. Um, but this is going to be a bit of a short episode, like I said. Um, we've got preseason, uh, a couple a couple looks at some of the new players, some of the rookies, um, and some of the guys back from injury. Um, so I did want to talk about LaMelo Ball a little bit. I did want to talk about Anthony Edwards and James Wiseman a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about Zion Williamson a little bit. Uh, just the Pelicans in general, really. And then I wanted to talk about, um, uh, what's his name? Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Um, and then Steph Curry, you know, all these guys that are back from injury and stuff like that. So let's just get straight into it. Um, starting with LaMelo Ball. Uh, he has definitely been doing great. Uh, he, he's been passing the ball real, real well, um, him and Miles Bridges are definitely developing a great uh, relationship. Um, of course, Lamelo with his great passing skill and Bridges with his crazy dunking ability and athleticism. Um, I, I think I think Lamelo Ball is going to be a great player um, based off of what we've seen so far. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think. Uh... In terms of just passing ability, but everything, he just he seems a lot more comfortable mm-hmm. than other rookies. I think it's it it just shows that you know there's there he kind of has that special quality about him that he he's been prepping for for the NBA for so long that at this point you know he's gone through every step and now he's just ready to show what he's got. So yeah, he just he just he just he's just fun to watch. Yeah. And like you said earlier, it just looks like he belongs in the NBA, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. Having LeVar Ball pushing him under the bright light for so long, and then Lonzo Ball being drafted a couple of years ago, um, definitely put a lot of focus onto him. So I think he's used to being under the under the bright lights of, of the NBA, you know? Exactly, yeah. It's it's something It's something he, he he's... He's been under, you know, since he scored ninety five. They've had their own reality TV show for so long. It's, you know, mm-hmm. he's he's been used to this, and now he gets to perform. So, yeah, he just looks he looks good. He looks good out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so moving on, Anthony Edwards is a bit of a different story. Um, he has not been under the bright lights for a very long time, uh, and. He just doesn't seem like he's at the point that Lamella Ball is at right now. Um, yeah. He seems a little bit more nervous out on the court. Um, but I definitely think that if the Timberwolves focus their coaching staff on developing Anthony Edwards, like all in on Anthony Edwards right now, I think Anthony Edwards will be an incredible player. And Carl Anthony Towns here says, he, Carl Anthony Towns said in an interview, uh, he is hungry to be great, which is a great great sign for Timberwolves fans and fans of Anthony Edwards because there were doubts of him wanting to 
um, be great in basketball instead of football. Um, yeah, no. he said he he said it'd be good. He'd rather he'd rather go to the NFL. Yeah, which wasn't uh, the smartest thing to say, in my opinion. But yeah, I was surprised he got picked first. Yeah, after I read. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was definitely surprised he got picked first after saying that. But um, the Timberwolves took a chance on him, and according to Carl Anthony Towns, he, he wants to be great. So that's definitely a great sign. Um, it will take a minute to to get used to being under the under the spotlight like LaMelo Ball is already used to. But um, I think if the Timberwolves just focus their coaching staff all in on Anthony Edwards, he's going to be a great player. Um, yeah, I agree. I think he has his athleticism is phenomenal. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, moving on to James Wiseman, uh, he according Steve Kerr said that he's already impressing uh, everyone at uh, everyone everyone over in Golden State, um, and he won't be he'll be starting fairly soon, um, which is a great sign for James Wiseman. Um, and he, I haven't watched too much of him. But he does seem like he's he's a very good player already. All three of these guys are very – all their talent is very raw, you know? Um, yeah. So, again, I think James Wise was another guy that the Warriors, despite having Clay injured, despite trying to keep Steph healthy, they need to go all in on okay, – 90% in on keeping James um, – on developing James Wiseman because it's another one of those situations where – it's, it's kind of like Markel Fultz, you know, he or Alonzo Ball even. They yeah. were supposed to be great, but the training staff didn't focus on them enough to the point where they could become great. So they need these. Yeah. These three have very raw talent, like Alonzo, like Markel did, and they need to have the coaching staff be all over them, getting them to be great, you know. Um, another yeah. rookie I did want to talk about is Cole Anthony. He obviously had an injury um, be, uh, before the draft. Um, he looks to be back to his old self, his college self. You know, he's making great passes, taking drives to the hoop. Um, he he's looking real good at the fifteenth pick. I think it was the Magic definitely took a risk on taking him. Um, of course, since he was injured. But I think it was the right decision, and I think he's doing very well right now in the preseason. Yeah, exactly. I think, uh, you know, he, he had that injury, which is hard to come back from, but back from it, and he, he's proving that, you know, yeah. the Magic really got a steal with the, I think, yeah. 13th pick. So. Um, yeah. So I think Cole Anthony is a is a steal for where he got picked at for sure. Um, now moving on to some of the vets, you know, uh, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, or no, let's talk about Zion first actually because he's still pretty young. He's technically still a rookie. Um, let's talk about Zion. Uh, he he's <laughs> he's looking like a tank. Um, it it just looks like no one can stop him really. And the Pelicans, I said in the previous podcast, might not be a great team this season. But as of right now, if they keep playing yeah. the way that they are playing, they are a fifth seed or maybe even a fourth seed. 
in my opinion, um, in their conference. Uh, they're looking really good with, uh, obviously, Eric Bledsoe is a downgrade from Drew Holiday, but you've got Brandon Ingram, Stephen Adams, Zion Williamson. Stephen Adams and Zion Williamson down low is is scary. <laughs> um, two yeah. huge guys um, that will break you if you try and drive on them. Um, so the Pelicans are looking real good. Um, I'm thinking they are a playoff team this season. Are they going to win it all? No. But they are looking like a great team no. who will be making it to the playoffs this season, which is great because when is the last time the Pelicans were in the playoffs? You know? I think it was I think it was probably so oh, was it, it? Was, it was soon. I think, like, yeah, two seasons ago, I think they got – they blew out the when Blazers. Yeah, two, three seasons ago, they blew out the Blazers, and then they got eliminated uh, who by the Who did they Warriors. have on that roster? AD, and uh, I think, yeah. Oh, they did have AD, didn't they? I forgot about that. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I think that they are at least making it for the second round. Um I mean, it depends on who who is the uh, the fourth seed, or if I'm predicting them to go with the seed, depends who is the fourth seed. But I think the Pelicans are going to be a really good team, and they're yeah. all really the young Pistons. too. So um, they've got some time to develop. Um, yeah, I I agree, and I think on what I wanted to say is the West is stacked. I think. Other than probably the Kings, anyone yeah. anyone can go to the playoffs, yeah. which is not which is not something you can say in any yeah. Year. So, um, so moving on to let's talk about the Warriors a little bit. Um, Steph Curry seems to be back to his old self. <laughs> um, he's 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 on every single highlight reel you can find right now. <laughs> Um, with with his incredible moves down low and his deep threes, um, he's looking he's looking really good again. And you know I'm sure he'd be better if Clay were out there on the floor with him. But with him and Kelly Oubre, who's looking really good too, and Andrew Wiggins, who's been doing well, and James Wiseman too, like we were saying earlier, um, the Warriors. Okay, if you have Steph, Clay, uh, Kelly Oubre, Eric Pascal, and um, James Wiseman with Andrew Wiggins as your six man, versus, huh? And Draymond. And Draymond is like your seventh man too. Or Draymond could be starting. Eric Pascal is your seventh man. Either way, um, and then yeah. It's a good roster. Right. And then it's you put that roster. team up against the Lakers of uh, – who is the starting point guard? Probably um, – I think it's probably right. LeBron. LeBron and then KCP. Oh, man. Uh, no, yeah, they, they both they both have AD. good rosters, I think. And I think 
now that you named the Warriors, I think even I think probably I I really yeah. don't like the Warriors, yeah. but I think they they can knock anyone out of the playoffs because they're just like I I was watching a game yesterday, Cavs versus Warriors of the mm-hmm. 2017 Finals, and I know even without KD and and Clay, but oh my yeah. lord, yeah. They, they, they can play. Yeah. So, personally, if everyone can stay healthy and Clay can come back in a couple months, the Warriors are looking like they're going to go back to, you know, 2016 through 2018 Warriors or 2015-2018 Warriors. Um, just an incredible force and no one can stop. <laughs> um, yeah. Of course, as a, as a Houston fans ourselves, that's a little depressing to say. But... <laughs> Um, yeah. I mean, Houston's finished though. <laughs> so. Um, speaking of Houston, I did want to talk about James Hart, James Harden a little bit. Um, James yeah. Harden has played with John Wall and Demarcus Cousins a little bit, and has requested another trade again. Um, yeah, I don't get one. Neither do I. <laughs> I think, like. This- have you if you see them play, they look like a solid. It looks like one of the best rosters he's had while he's I'd say the Houston. best. Yeah, maybe the best. John uh-huh. Wall's back to form. Boogie, Boogie's not what he used to be, mm-hmm. but he's still pretty good. Christian Wood He dropped thirty. You know what I mean? Night. Showing out. Christian Wood. Yeah, I, I just I don't I don't see I don't see from what angle he's getting at because like they could I'm not gonna say they could go to the mm-hmm. finals or whatever. But if they get lucky, like any team can win it. If they if they play well, they have momentum going into the playoffs. They get lucky. Yeah, that maybe. Um, I, I do think that that is a great team. But here's the thing: with James Harden having requested several trades before he requested this most recent one, his teammates cannot be happy with him saying, "Oh, I don't care about these guys anymore. I want to trade." So team chemistry could be an issue. Um, I think that would be the one thing holding yeah. the Rockets back this season. And I think team chemistry is probably the biggest thing about basketball. And so without team chemistry, without your best player, you know, uh, with your best player demanding a trade 24-7 um, and just kind of disrespecting your teammates, that's kind of a rough situation. So the Rockets, personally, have to trade him at this point. Even though they might, they could be a great team, they have to trade him. Um, now, here, who, who would you get? Who would you want in return as Houston um, for James Harden? You can't get anyone. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing. I think because the teams that want him don't have what what he, don't have anything mm-hmm. to trade, unless you want to trade Kyrie. You know what I mean? Kyrie for Harden straight and probably a mm-hmm. pick, but I don't think the Nets will do that. Kyrie's looking better than Harden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I, I don't know what Harden's getting at. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know what, what's going on in his mind. And the things that came out this week, like, he's my favorite yeah. player, but yeah. you know what I mean? He... It's Sad, it's sad to see that, you know what I mean? He he was playing, what, he was going to the clubs, he was going to Vegas, and he was still dropping 34 a night last last, mm-hmm. la, last season. You know what I mean? If, if he had really put in what he was probably going at, I don't know, probably 80%. If he had put in close to 
a hundred percent. He might be. He he could have been. He could have been. He's turning into Dennis Rodman, basically. <laughs> I mean, not even though. That's the thing, because Dennis Rodman wasn't the leader mm-hmm. of the team. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Harden's the main man, and what he's doing, I just, I, I don't get why. I don't get, I don't get what's going on inside his head. I don't think. I don't think you're gonna get a better situation yeah. here. You know, get traded to Miami. It messes with what whatever Miami have, so they're probably gonna be mm-hmm. hesitant to try to trade. If you go to if you go to Brooklyn, first of all, you're gonna have to take a pay cut. Yeah. Which I don't think he minds. But second of all, if you do win a ring, it's never gonna be mm-hmm. your ring. It's gonna be you know what I mean? It's basically gonna be like, yeah, Zaza Pachulia won, I think like three championships, but you know, he was Zaza mm-hmm. Pachulia. He wasn't he wasn't the main man at all. He's not gonna be yeah. the main man. So I I don't understand what what angle he thinks. I've, I've got a feeling it's going to be like a Kevin Durant situation where Kevin Durant wanted to go to the Warriors just to win a ring, and people are going to not like him because he went to the Warriors just to win a ring, you know, um, instead of yeah. staying loyal and, and sticking with the Rockets. Um, now, but the – hold on, sorry, sorry. If I can just yeah. add one more thing. The thing about that, though, is – you. That's one of the reasons KD's in the Nets then. Because no one would leave when you're winning consistently every year unless you want a new mm-hmm. challenge. And why does he want a new challenge? Because people are saying, oh, you won this ring, but you won it with you won it with arguably the best team in history. So is it really a ring? Yeah. Like a worthwhile yeah, yeah. ring, you know? It's not mm-hmm. legitimate. So he's leaving to go prove yeah. himself. And Harden, Harden's too old to go win a ring and then decide to leave. He doesn't have that much time. I, yeah. Um, it's just sad. Yeah. Uh, one one possibility that I think could be really good would be going to Milwaukee for James Harden. Um, that was on James Harden's most recent list of trade options where he'd like to go. James Harden and Giannis, yeah. even though the media tried to make it seem like they are rivals, they aren't. They aren't. You know, um, I, I believe James Harden even said it, or maybe it was Giannis who said it. Um, one of the others said that they are not rivals and it was just media making stuff up because Giannis hit James Harden in the head with a ball by accident. <laughs> um, I think that James Harden and Giannis is, is like the upgraded version of LeBron and, and AD. And I know it's crazy that I'm saying upgraded, but I think it is because though – it's it's a weird situation. Giannis is like yeah. a better AD, but LeBron is like a better Harden. You know? So, it's tricky. I think that if Milwaukee can make a trade where they put together a package of, I don't know, uh, they'd have to give up Drew Holiday, 100%. Um, or Middleton. Or, no, probably Middleton. Honestly. Yeah, Middleton can match James Harden's contract, can he? No, no, no. I think I think Middleton's on probably a significantly lower amount, but I think just in general because of uh, just the level, because you already have John Wall, so why would you? You know, what I mean, Drew Holiday's going to be kind of yeah. I, I, he's not. I think a package yeah. of Chris Middleton, Brooke, and Brooke picks. Lopez, and picks. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of picks, 
I'd say at least five first rounders that um that are they already got they already traded away a lot of their first round picks though, didn't they? For Drew Holiday. Yeah, but I think I think look, I I agree with you that maybe that if, if Giannis really if Giannis says okay, let's play with Harden. You know, the Bucks would do it because they want to keep Giannis. Yeah, the no, I mean, dude, Giannis he, signed for five more years. He did sign, but he can still request a trade. Yeah, no, no, I agree, and I think just in general, I don't, I don't think they get that along. Just from what I've seen, like the comments that they've both made back and forth, mm-hmm. more than just the ball. I don't think, I don't think they're fighting or anything. I just think generally they don't get along, mm-hmm. or they're not buddies. But I think they can both put that aside and say, you know what, we both want a ring. We can both win a ring. But that would mean James would have to James would have to switch his game too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He would he would have to he would have to start feeding Giannis more. He would have to get used to, to the system. But I think if that's probably yeah, I agree with you. That's probably his best shot at winning a ring. That's really his ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you I mean James Harden and Giannis it just sounds like the duo that is better than LeBron and AD, you know? Um, yeah. And it's it crazy to say that there's a duo out there better than LeBron and AD, but I think they are. And and Harden would be going to the relatively weaker Eastern Conference. Um, yeah. Not to mention there's nothing, you know what I mean? There's no clubs in Milwaukee, so he would have to focus 100%. <laughs> No joke, no joke. I, I don't think I don't think there would be anything for him to do in Milwaukee. Yeah, I think I think he would de- he would definitely be focusing a lot more. Yeah, I think he'll be focusing a lot more when he gets traded. No matter where he goes, <laughs> I just think he wants out of yeah. Houston and wants to go get himself a ring before he has to retire. That's what I don't get, though. I I I'm still puzzled by the fact he won't give it a shot. Yeah, because it looks. It looks like a solid team. It looks like a team that can, if they're lucky, if they get an injury break or two, you know, mm-hmm. let's say they're facing the Lakers and AD's out for three games, maybe. Yeah. If they're on a hot streak and they get a bit of luck, those two things. But I just, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I hope Harden wins a ring, but, you know, he feels like he earned that ring. I hope that, I don't think the setup of going to the Nets, because, you know, if you're going to the Nets, it's kind of, it's the same. Yeah, like you said, Durant situation where you're kind of just going there and you know you're probably going to get a ring. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of KD, uh, you've got Kyrie, you've got KD back. Um, of course, Kyrie is uh, can keep doing whatever he's doing and sage burning on the on the on the Celtics yeah. court, but um, it <laughs> he he looked very good. He's been looking very good. Both of them have been looking very good. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to point out, uh, <laughs> KD and Kyrie, you can tell, already have great um, a great relationship um, based based off of mainly Kyrie's live that KD was on Instagram Live uh, a couple of days ago. Um, and then you've got the Sage running stuff, and, and KD made that comment about he probably burns Sage before he plays a game of 2K. Um, <laughs> I I think yeah. they're looking like they're gonna be a great duo. They've been both looking real good, and then you've got you know Jared Allen, DeAndre Jordan, um, 
Spencer Dinwiddie. I think that's gonna be a really good team too, and they're they're in the Eastern Conference. So if you put the Bucks against the Nets, who do you have? Bucks with Harden. Without or... Harden. Without Harden, they've been looking good with Drew Holiday, but I think just Katie's unstoppable, mm-hmm. and I, even Giannis. I think Giannis, and it sounds weird to say, but maybe in terms of just the skill level KD has, how he kind of has those point guard type of dribbling, shooting, passing, I think probably just because of KD and the mismatch that is is with anything, is with everyone, including Giannis, Mm -hmm. I would have to give it to the Nets. Yeah, me too, you know. I mean, it's it's basically two superstars versus one. Um, And as you said, KD is very unstoppable. So now if Harden does go... To the Bucks, which means that the Bucks won't have Chris Middleton or Brooke Lopez. Who do you have without plus James Harden on the Bucks without Chris Middleton without Brooke Lopez? I don't think. Oh, oh, Brooke, not Robin Lopez. Um, even I think I would I would have to give it to. I think I would probably still give it to the Nets because I think there's just there's something about KD that any team with KD makes him a con, makes him a contender. Mm-hmm. Because he's that good, mm-hmm. you know. There's no one that's ever, even LeBron. No one's been able to ever effectively stop him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can contend, but you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to shut him down. Yeah. So alone, I would give it to the, I would give it to the Nets. Okay. See, here is where I think it gets real close. Um, yeah. You, you've got. Drew Holiday guarding Kyrie Irving, which sounds like Kyrie Irving would just dominate, but I don't think he would because Drew Holiday is a very slept-on, very good NBA player. Um, Kyrie would still drop 20, but Drew Holiday is a very good good, uh, defensive point guard, Um, and he's a great passer, too, to then feed the ball and get James Harden and Giannis open looks. And KD isn't all that known for his defense. And then you've got two of the best scorers and Giannis, one of the, the DPOY. Um, so you've got Giannis guarding KD. KD will be dropping 20, but not 40, like he normally does. And yeah. you've got James Harden with who on him, you know? Pat Connaughton, Dante yeah. DiVincenzo. You know, so James Harden would feast in this matchup, I think. Um, and I've got the Bucks um, if they if they do take uh, if they do have Harden, um, just because Giannis would be guarding KD, uh, Drew Holiday and Kyrie would Kyrie would have the advantage, but not too much of an advantage, surely. And then James Harden would just be left out in the open alone. So I've got the Bucks on that one. Yeah, that's an interesting point you make that it would be it would leave Harden alone and I think we'll have to see how effective Harden is if he does play in Milwaukee mm-hmm. in that system. Mm-hmm. But I think and then they've yeah. got a they've got a really good coach up there too. Um yeah. in Milwaukee. So But I'm I'm not sure it would be them alone cuz like for example Eastern Conference Finals I think any any of these teams can are probably contenders. I think the Raptors are a bit weakened without Ibaka, yes. Mhm. But they kept their they kept their main three, 
and uh, they always they always have very good role players. They always have a they always introduce a new role player that that makes a big impact mm-hmm. during the year. It always happens. It happens with it happened with Siakam um, when they won the championship, and then it happened with OG and Anobi last year. So I think if you can maybe if you can, I I wouldn't count them out, and then I wouldn't count the Celtics out either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I did also want to talk about the, uh, oh, who did I want to talk about? There's one more team. <laughs> I'm forgetting. The Suns. I did want to talk about the Suns. Um, very close battle with the Lakers yesterday. Um, they did blow like a 20 point lead after halftime, but Devin Booker is looking very, very good. Chris Paul is looking good. DeAndre Ayton's looking good. Um, if only the Suns had a better bench, they would be an incredible team. Um, because you've you've got a great starting lineup, in my opinion, in Chris Paul, Devin Booker, uh, Macal Bridges, Dario Saric, and and Brooke Lopez. Uh, Brooke Lopez, DeAndre Ayton. But yeah. on the bench, who do you have? You know, um, you've got who uh, Jalen Smith, who's been looking pretty good. Jay Crowder, uh, you know, Cameron Payne or uh, Javon Carter. If they had a better bench, they would be so good, you know. Um, not saying that they have a bad bench, but if they have a better bench, they'd look really good. Um, so if they can get some big hits on next year's free agency, like, let's yeah. see. Um, uh, yeah, see. no, I, I agree. I think just just a good six man, but I think even yeah. then, maybe with maybe if they make a a uh, trade this season, a mid season trade, uh-huh. a good backup point guard. I don't know. We'll see what's going on with Rondo with the criminal thing because maybe he'll get dropped by the by the the Hawks. Hey, what happened with that? Apparently, he he pushed a woman. In a oh. parking lot, and she fell, and then uh, Rondo's girlfriend attacked her, and apparently oh. she's um, permanently disabled now. So, he, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty bad. I think he might get dropped, and if he does, that would that would be a good pickup for the Suns, you know. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to deal with that um, issue, but um, so then you've got obviously next year in free agency, you've got Victor Oladipo, who could be a, a good option them to pick up as well as um josh richardson uh who else um kelly Oubre. i don't think the warriors are gonna let go of him though danny green um so next next region is gonna be a, a big one and um i think that the the suns need to pick up a couple more bench players maybe an auto porter who should definitely ask for a smaller contract than he's on now oh yeah uh, um. Yeah, I mean, I I am just noticing that Otto Porter is making more money than Rudy Gobert. But um, anyway, the the Suns need to pick up some better bench players. Period. It's like they need Evan Fournier, um, and maybe uh Kelly Olynyk, and they are now the third seed. <laughs> you know. 
I think they are making it to the playoffs this year as the seventh or eighth seed, but there's definitely not a team that's gonna be able to win it all. So yeah, I I agree. I think it's it's very unlikely with the roster they have now they'll be able to make it that far into the playoffs. I'm thinking mm-hmm. Eastern Conference Finals is probably not possible, mm-hmm. but definitely the second round to the last yeah. four. And then, yeah, if they strengthen their bench and if the chemistry is good, which I think I think they'll be able to develop a great team chemistry, a great mm-hmm. distribution of roles, then definitely the, there's there's potential for, for a good playoff run and for them to be contenders. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I do think that's going to be it for this episode. Um, it's been a great episode, you know, not, not, uh, not the craziest episode. Um, but do be sure this is something new that we're doing. Um, if you want to hear us talk about something in particular, let me know. Um, my Instagram is underscore Alex dot Olson, O-L-S-E-N underscore. Um, just let me know if there's anything you guys want to hear us talk about on the show. Um, and yeah, uh, just, just let me know there. Uh, this has been a great episode. Thanks for listening to, uh, on the fast break NBA talk. I've been your host, Alex. Um, and thank you for listening. Thanks for being on Martin. Yeah, no problem.